This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Nothing. Lewis electrified the crowd with a two-run home run in the first inning off of Gosman. High fly ball, right field and deep. Springer back, turning, looking. See ya. He's done it again. Back-to-back home runs for Lewis, and it's three nothing Twins. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now to talk about the divisional series of Major League Baseball's postseason is Kenny Ducey. Kenny, I'm sure that was as thrilling for you as it was for us to hear Michael Kay on the call for a national broadcast, and not specifically a Yankees broadcast, but I guess it's neither here nor there. My question for you uh, to get things started here is uh, we had four wildcard series and four sweeps. Let's start negative, shall we? Which team is the biggest paper tiger? Which ball club were you least impressed with despite getting a sweep? You know, that's it, it's an interesting question because there were so many teams that did go down that I was uh, not fans of that I was very happy to see. Honestly, uh, the Minnesota Twins, I, I, I think, maybe are the team. I don't want to disparage the Minnesota Twins, but – I did not think that the Blue Jays put up much of a fight in that series. The pitching obviously fell apart in game one. Barrios uh, was good in game two, and then they pulled him right away, which was controversial in its own right. But, you know, that's a whole other discussion. Uh, but, I look, I am the biggest Royce Lewis guy around. I was so pleased that you guys played Royce Lewis highlights coming into my segment because uh, I've, I've felt bad for the kid for the last couple of years. I've been a, a, one of his biggest fans, and he's continued to get hurt. And you know what? He will get hurt again. But he is a very, very special ball player. But outside of that, uh, the Twins' offense just really didn't do it for me. It hasn't done it for me all season long. Um, And I I think that this is a series where they're getting respected a lot, especially if you look at the odds for for game one for the series. But I think the Astros – and, again, it's just a situation where Houston, for the last couple years, I haven't really felt like Houston's had a a big bite to them, right, like they have in years past. And you look at their numbers – and they're every bit as good as they've been. So I think the Twins are going to go down here. They were not very impressive to me. Um, but other than that, I, I was j- just as impressed with every other team that, that won. Um, I, it's hard to say that the Rangers weren't very impressive in that opening series. Uh, the Phillies certainly were very impressive. I know that they played a very bad team in the Marlins, but they took care of business. It's hard to knock them for that. I, I have to say the Twins, really. Uh, Kenny, last year we were uh, so excited about the Phillies, and that paid off uh, with a pennant future. Are you annoyed this year? Are you in on the Phillies again? And I ask if you're annoyed because uh, here we are. They're facing Atlanta. A lot of people that I trust in the space are like, this stinks because it's the divisional round, 
and you've got arguably two of the three best teams in baseball uh, with Atlanta and, and Philadelphia matchup. Are, are you that high on the Phillies? Would you agree with that? I am very high on the Phillies. I, I think that this is a, this is a, a toss up for me really, because the, look, the Atlanta Braves are definitely deserving favorites here. I think that, yes, everyone that you've talked to is correct. That this is, this is a brutal series. The fact that we're only getting a best of five here, considering we have really that I would say two of the three odds on favorites to win the World Series at this point. I think the the winner of this matchup should come out of the National League. The Dodgers are not uh, nearly the same team that they were when they won 100 games uh, or, you know, or nearly broke the records a couple of years ago. I won the World Series in 2020. The Diamondbacks, if they somehow toppled the Dodgers, I don't see them having enough firepower. This is, for all intents and purposes, I, I think, really, the World Series. Uh, and again, I mean, the Rangers, no disrespect to them, no disrespect to any of the teams in the American League, but I, it, you'd have to favor the team that wins this series to win the World Series. So, yeah, in that sense, it's very unfair that this is only a five-game series. But, yes, the, the, the Atlanta Braves are just good at, at just about everything. They make a lot of contact, and there are some troublesome matchups. I thought Aaron Nola, you know, was really bailed out by a team in the Marlins that lead the league in ground ball rate, and Nola was the guy that struggled to get ground ball, struggled to get out via contact. They, they really played right into his hands. Now, Nola did shut down the Atlanta Braves last year in the postseason, so that is an interesting storyline to follow. But that's just an example of a guy that I don't think is going to fare nearly as well this time around. Now, I think you can pen in, write in pen, sharpie in uh, the Zach Wheeler start. I think Zach Wheeler will win his start. But other than that, I think it's going to be a little dicey with the Phillies pitching against this red-hot Atlanta Braves offense, the best offense around. So it, it's going to be tricky, they're tricky, but on the other side of the coin, like we've seen Spencer Strider struggle. Uh, I don't think it's any guarantee that these Atlanta Braves pitchers are going to be able to get through the Philadelphia Phillies, a team that, uh, you know, that, that slugged 485 in two games at a, an 800 OPS. Uh, they hit so well against pretty good Marlins pitching. So yeah, that's, that's why I, I think this really could be a coin flip. Like as much as you want to say, Oh, you know, Braves, Braves offense, you know, they're going to really get to, you know, this, this, this Phillies pitching staff that people don't really believe in for, you know, one reason or another. I, I think that the Braves pitching could actually be in trouble here against the Phillies. That's how good their offense is. They're very patient at the plate. I'm very excited to see this series. Kenny, I'm curious your thoughts. I know you said no disrespect to the Rangers, but how do you rate the Rangers <laughs> specifically in this matchup against the Orioles? I rate them very highly. I, I like them to win this series. I think that the Rangers have been one of the most disrespected teams in terms of uh, their starting rotation. I mean, I know that they obviously lost to Grom and Scherzer, Mets West, but, uh, or Mets the Midwest, but um, like, this is a bullpen that is, has gotten a little bit better. Um, you know, it's it struggled a little bit, but the ex-FIP would tell you that, you know, maybe there's some luck involved with the bad results that they've had. Chapman, obviously, in the back end, they brought him in to, to shore up the back end of the bullpen, he hasn't been great. Uh, there just aren't that many great bullpen arms, but the, the front end is pretty good. Uh, LeClerc has been good. They have, they have a, this eighth and ninth inning guy that can lock it down. And I think that the starting rotation has actually been a little bit better than people think. Um, you know, the, the moving a guy like Martin Perez to the bullpen, Andrew Heaney to the bullpen, I think that actually helps them out. Nate Evaldi, uh, everyone was saying that Nate Evaldi was going to get shelled. Uh, in, in his last start, you know, that we just saw him make a couple of days ago. He was great. Uh, I, I trust him. So I think this is a, a, a starting rotation that's held up. The bullpen's kind of lagged behind. 
But I, I think that the Texas Rangers, more than anything, are an incredible offense. I think they have a better offense than the Baltimore Orioles. Um, you know, maybe Baltimore is going to have a stronger home field advantage in this series. That's certainly something to see. Uh, but I think overall, the Texas Rangers would be my pick to make it out of the American League. And I know that on paper, what I was saying was that, that the Houston Astros are definitely the team that I think is going to make it out. But I think the way Jordan Montgomery pitched, I think you have Nate Evaldi out there again. He looks amazing. And, you know, who, who knows who it is. Uh, against the Baltimore Orioles at the front end, but you know, say the 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 Texas Rangers decide to throw Dean Dunning, I think that's a pretty good matchup. The Baltimore Orioles are a fly ball team; they love to hit fly balls. Dean Dunning is a ground ball pitcher. Uh, depending on where that start is, you know, it, it likely could come in Baltimore. That could be a little tricky because it's a, a tough part to pitch in uh, for for a guy that gives up a lot of contact. But uh, I've been very impressed with Dean Dunning this year, and he's a guy that has bad expected numbers, but people. Uh, just write him off because of that when they don't really factor in that Texas has a very good infield defense. He pitches to a lot of ground balls. I think there's nothing wrong with Dane Dunning. And I think if they throw him in as the third starter in this rotation, uh, Texas Rangers have a good chance to win this series because they've hit the ball incredibly well. And I'm actually going to be on them uh, in game one, depending on who it is as the starter. It's not always the most profitable bet for me, Kenny, but sometimes I like to bet number of games in series. Which of these four series do you feel like is likeliest to end in a sweep? Interesting question. I think I think that the Dodgers uh, Dodgers series, honestly. I mean, I, the team we haven't talked about, and I, I don't have too many bad things to say about the Arizona Diamondbacks. It, I mean, they were they were fine in the divisional round, but I, you know, I think if the Twins didn't hit like two hundred. I would say that the the Diamondbacks are my least impressive team, just because I hate the Brewers. I don't know. If, I don't know if anyone knows that about me, but I, I just can't watch teams. I know I can't watch teams that can't hit. Like I, I think it's offensive to turn on the TV and watch teams for two hours not hit. Um, and the Brewers, now to, all credit to them, they did hit against the Diamondbacks, which was shocking. But I think that's really why I'm low on the Diamondbacks, right? I mean, you can't give up. Uh, you can't give up 11 hits to a Milwaukee Brewers team that has been struggling severely all season long um and, and you look at the rotation there's a lot of questions fought 2.0 like fought is fought 2.0 the best version of brandon fought we're going to see we saw brandon fought the first time this year he wasn't great they brought him back up he's been even a little bit better but he's not he's not a, a guy that was you know he's supposed to be a, a middle of the rotation guy for them all season long merrill kelly has fallen off a cliff and then zach gallon has been you know he's, he's had some bad months this year uh which you know not unlike any other pitcher but I don't know how much I really trust him uh, in this series. I just think the Dodgers could come in. They've been, they've been chomping at the bit to get started in this series, and I think they could just wipe the floor with them. I really do. I think the Dodgers, uh, again, are top ten in most offensive metrics. The bullpen, which is the most impressive thing to me, I went back before the, season, the series or, or the playoffs, and I counted the number of bullpen arms that the Dodgers have had that I would be like, oh, yeah, that's a good, good bullpen. That is seven guys that are on the IL right now, they would be helping their bullpen in, in October. And guess what? They were third best in a bullpen ERA this year. So they dealt with all sorts of injuries, uh, whether it was Blake Trinan, Daniel Hudson, Alex Reyes, uh, the list goes on, and they lost Kenley Jansen, still the third best bullpen. So that proves to me that the Dodgers, no matter who goes out there, uh, they're going to have a good chance to, to throw a shutdown inning, especially a Diamondbacks offense that just really hasn't been that great. Um, and, and so, yeah, I think that that's a series where people are probably excited about the young upstart team. Uh, I, I love Corbin Carroll. Who doesn't? But 
that that is I just do not think Arizona has the pitching to hang with the Dodgers, and especially considering what they just did against the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, it, it, I mean, it, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. And Clayton Kershaw getting things started. You look at his numbers the last two years. He's just been every bit as good as he's been for his career. So that is a very troublesome spot for Arizona. I could absolutely see that series ending in three. Kenny, the wildcard round was pretty much worst-case scenario for Manfred. I, I doubt he believed that there was any way that all four series were going to be a sweep and then you get no baseball for back-to-back days. But what do you think about the current setup? With the wild card going best of three, we still have divisional round uh, best of five. Then we get to the best of sevens. Uh, how do you feel about it as a baseball fan? I, I like the best of three aspect. I think baseball, it, the way it's constructed, is a series-based Sport, right and you have you have teams traveling to play a series you play three game series four game series like that's how the sport works because of the volatility involved in the sport and especially when you have 162 game come down to one game uh, I, I do think 162 game season come down to one game I do think that that is incredibly unfair to the teams involved so I think that it was very smart that they implemented a series I actually think this is the best iteration of the playoffs that they possibly could have stumbled upon. I was an advocate for a bigger field because I, I wanted to see more teams involved in the race, but I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, you know, I've, I've been pleasantly surprised to see a lot of teams involved in the race. I mean, look, guys, the Yankees were still alive until like two weeks ago, which, you know, we knew that they weren't going to make the playoffs, but mathematically they had a chance. So I, that that's all I want as a baseball fan. And I think that's what we need as a baseball fan to grow the sport. We need a lot of fan bases to be interested up until September, right? There's a lot of a lot of fans, Tiger fans out there, whatever it is, for many, many years, turn off the TV, stop watching baseball at the halfway point. I had a lot of Mets fan friends who didn't even watch the second half of the season, right? Now, that's an extreme because the Mets are one of the worst teams, but I, I do think that this is a good setup. I think going back to a one-game wild card would be a big mistake. I, I just – I think it's – you know, again, we saw with the, the Yankees and the Twins, right? It's like – you know, the Yankees went down 3 nothing in the first inning, and it was like, you know, their season's over. And it wasn't, you know, if not for a miraculous rally in the bottom of the first inning, it's like your season can just end. You know, you could put all this hard work in. The Blue Jays, I thought, had a really good chance to maybe win the World Series. Just never get started. They have one bad inning in game two, and all of a sudden, you know, that's it. They're behind the eight ball. The Twins' bullpen shuts it down. So, I, I, I yes, I think that this format is a lot better. I do, and I think – there's been some chatter about, oh, well, there was a lot of sweeps. There's no way you can predict that there's going to be four sweeps. I thought that those were evenly matched series. I think, you know, if you put the Mariners in the, the playoff, God forbid, or whatever, like, I don't think it would have been any better. Um, so I, I think we saw oh, it, it wasn't entertaining, but you know what? It's not going to be entertaining every year. And sometimes you're going to get sweeps in the division series, and the division series is going to stink. So that's how life goes. People need to grow up. And next year, I'm sure the wild card series will be very fun. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Kenny, I love that you said, God forbid, the Mariners in the playoffs. That's so sad for the Seattle fans. All right, I want to ask you, because we've got like about a minute left. What is your favorite bet for Saturday? Side, total, prop? So I'm looking I'm looking at the Philadelphia Phillies at plus 170 here against the Atlanta Braves at home. Now, we don't know uh, specifically who is going to be starting things off in this series. There's no official announcements, um, but I, I think that perhaps the, the, the Phillies could go with Ranger Suarez in this spot. Spencer Strider is going to be the guy that's going to go for Atlanta. We, we think now 
the thing about this is Spencer Strider really just has not been on his game this year. And that's, I think, one of the biggest things for me is he's been very volatile. And the strikeouts have obviously come in bunches. But we've seen for him, especially over the last couple of months, that even when he's got the strikeouts, he's still really struggled. I mean, this guy has an, an ERA that is something that you would never really expect out of a, a Cy Young hopeful, a 386 ERA. Um, so, I, you know, I know a lot of people are going to be fearful to play the Phillies at Ranger Suarez is indeed the guy that pitches. I think the Phillies could actually go with Christopher Sanchez uh, for some innings here, too. Christopher Sanchez has been actually very good for the Philadelphia Phillies. I had no idea who this guy was until a month ago. He's been outstanding. <laughs> so yes, I know the, you know the Braves, they hit lefties, they hit righties. They, we know that they can do that. But I think that this is going to be an undervalued Phillies side because they're patient. Strider's had some issues with some walks lately. And he's definitely had issues giving up home runs, guys. And the Philadelphia Phillies hit the ball in the air. They hit home runs. It could be a tough spot for him. I think that's an exorbitant price to pay on Philly. So, yeah, give, give me Philly in that game. I think they could steal it. Good stuff. Kenny Ducey of Covers.com. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, the two-minute drill right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready for the most interactive sports gambling show? Introducing BetQL's Send It In with PJ Glasser. We want to hear from you. Send It In is about your picks, your trends, and your fades. Share your thoughts, predictions, and your best daily best bets with the Send It In community. Set your reminders, mark your calendars, and get ready to send it in on weekday afternoons at 1 Eastern on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. On your home for wagertainment, the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Are you ready for the most interactive sports gambling show? Introducing BetQL's Send It In. Baseball is winning on the BetQL Network with Bet for the Cycle featuring Cody Decker 
Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio, and handicapper Rob Brown. Couldn't hit a baseball off a high school pitcher. That's why I played soccer. Double plays, props, and parlays. Not only Blue Jays' run line here, Cody, I might tease it up to an alternate run line of minus two and a half. Join the chaos every Saturday from noon to four Eastern. Can you explain to me how these are the same odds? Can someone please explain to me how these are the same odds? (laughs) I've looked at this over and over and over again. On your home for wagertainment, the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.